Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Washington Parkway, generally good to go. 50, I make that 100 eastbound. A single right lane gets by the work zone approaching the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, uh, running pretty well. 270 also running pretty freely right now. Meanwhile, in Virginia, on 395 and 95, no incidents or delays to report. And all's quiet on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. The forecast was 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Tracking a warming trend, and at the end of that warming trend, on the final day, some rain, some wind, so much so already that we're going with a possible alert that may be upgraded to a storm alert for Sunday. This evening and overnight, temperatures will continue to drop under some mostly clear to partly cloudy skies or down into the mid-30s by late evening, 20s by early tomorrow morning. High temperature, though, rising quickly for Friday into the mid to upper 50s. It's going to feel very nice. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 42 in Bowie. It's 44 and 7 corners in 45 at the National Cathedral. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm John Doman. And coming up, breaking news tonight. Hunter Biden, the son of President Biden, indicted again, this time on tax charges. Did police in one jurisdiction tip off a murder suspect wanted in D.C.? The answer is yes. A real-time crime center, D.C.'s latest push to fight crime. I'm Kate Ryan. This party near the White House kicked off the first night of Hanukkah. I'm Scott Gelman. WTOP News Time, 9 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Hunter Biden has been indicted on federal tax charges, the decision coming from a grand jury in California. The new charges include four felonies and six misdemeanors. They come in addition to federal firearms charges in Delaware, alleging Hunter Biden broke a law against drug dealers having guns in 2018. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson says of the new charges... This is not a slip-up. What is detailed here in 56 pages is somebody who was quite aware of the fact that he was not paying the taxes that he owed and taking affirmative steps to pay less taxes than he owed. If convicted, he faces a maximum penalty of 17 years in prison. The Justice Department says the investigation into the president's son is ongoing. Police say unemployed professor Anthony Polito legally bought the gun he used to kill three faculty members and seriously wound a fourth at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas yesterday. Sheriff Kevin McMahill says Polito came to campus heavily armed. Polito was armed with a Taurus 9mm handgun. He had brought 11 magazines to the scene with him. Nine loaded magazines were found on his person after the shooting. The gunman was fatally shot by police. The White House says Israel and Hamas are not close to a deal on a temporary ceasefire. That coming after a phone call earlier on which CBS's Charlie Daggett has more. In President Biden's phone call to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu tonight, the White House said the president stressed the critical need to protect civilians and allow them to move safely away from areas 
of hostilities. The head of a major university says she's trying to make things right. CBS's Jim Crisula explains. University of Pennsylvania President Liz McGill has issued a video statement as she faces calls to resign for declining to say during a congressional hearing whether advocating genocide was a violation of the school's policy. In that moment, I was focused on our university's longstanding policies aligned with the U.S. Constitution, which say that speech alone is not punishable. Critics say the presidents of the University of Pennsylvania, Harvard and MIT need to do more to stop anti-Semitism on their campuses. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Masters champion John Rahm has left the PGA Tour to become part of Saudi-funded Live Golf. Joel Beale, senior writer at Golf Digest, says it could change Live Golf's reputation and possibly encourage other players to make the move. Now that Rom, a quote-unquote good guy, and as we've established, the best player in the game is now making the jump, it does make it theoretically easier for others to follow suit. So as big as this domino is, it could just be the start of more to come. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 903, it's Thursday, December the 7th. 44 degrees right now. We're heading down into the low 30s overnight. Good evening, I'm John Doman. Our top local story. Did police in Virginia tip off a teenage murder suspect now under arrest in D.C.? Well, earlier this week, 16-year-old Ashton Inabene of Alexandria was arrested by police in Fairfax County in charge with killing 24-year-old Diamante Lewis on the U Street corridor back in October. But when he was arrested, police say Inabene had altered his appearance. And D.C. police say that's because the suspect was essentially tipped off after police in Fairfax County said he was no longer allowed to show up to school. Police state and court documents that gave the 16-year-old about a week to remove evidence from the home that could connect him to the crime. Fairfax County police say they have a duty to keep their students safe. They don't regret the move. The spike in crime around our region has dominated headlines, and it's having a real impact on how we live day-to-day life. Well, now D.C.'s mayor and police chief have showed off their newest tool that they hope will help to stop some of that crime. WTOB's Kate Ryan tells us it will include getting help from other parts of our region and also adding more cameras. The plan is to centralize D.C. and regional crime-fighting efforts. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith offers an example of an armed carjacking in a neighboring county like Prince George's and how that would be handled. We can track that vehicle in real time, and it's a quicker response time um, than what we currently have right now. The use of cameras and constant real-time monitoring of that information raised questions about privacy and how far the surveillance would go. Smith says facial recognition, for example, will not be used. Nine regional agencies, including Arlington, Fairfax, Montgomery, and Prince George's counties are involved. In the district, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A move to boost public transportation in the DMV will bring big rail improvements to Northern Virginia. Today, elected officials announced the state received $729 million in federal funding, which will go toward finishing a new long bridge across the Potomac between Arlington and D.C., This is Virginia Senator Tim Kaine. Long Bridge is like the skinny piece in the hourglass. Long Bridge is the connection between the Northeast and the Southeast. And there's nothing that can really happen in terms of growing our rail uh, usage, both for passenger and freight, if you don't deal with Long Bridge.
Other improvements include the addition of a third line of track in Prince William, Stafford, and Spotsylvania counties, as well as upgrades to VRE's busiest station, LaFont Plaza, in the district. The goal is to expand capacity on Amtrak and VRE service. The funding comes from an infrastructure bill passed by Congress in 2021. Light rail service in Baltimore will be suspended indefinitely starting tomorrow. The Maryland Transit Administration held a press conference today citing mechanical issues on rail cars for the sudden service disruption. The agency says issues with the cables have caused six separate smoke events over the last two years, necessitating immediate inspections and repairs. This is MTA Administrator Holly Arnold. While the risk level remains acceptable, we're taking action out of an abundance of caution and in order to to facilitate an expedited inspection and repair of the fleet. We will be implementing shuttle bus service at all light rail stops effective at start of service tomorrow. And we will begin immediately inspecting and repairing the fleet. The MTA did not provide a timeline for when service will return, but says they'll return to full service when they have 19 rail cars available. Now, this comes as Maryland's Department of Transportation released plans on Tuesday to reduce $3.3 billion in spending over the next six years. The lighting of the National Menorah marks the start of Hanukkah. And WTOP's Scott Gelman explains why the event meant a little bit more this year. Have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. Dreidel man and second gentleman Doug Emhoff were among the hundreds of people here at the Ellipse for the National Menorah lighting. Emhoff says he's hopeful despite a rise in anti-Semitism. The story of Hanukkah and the story of Jewish people has always been one of hope and resilience. As the candle flames burned, many kicked off the holiday with latkes or jelly donuts. This is Danny's first Hanukkah in D.C. I think it's definitely just a good time to kind of come together and remember that, like, no matter what people believe and no matter what, that there will always be kind of light and darkness. At the National Menorah Lighting, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather and money news, mortgage rates are falling to the lowest level since the summer. It's 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Hey, Bob Imler, what's going on in the traffic center? Well, things are looking up on the Beltway in Prince George's County. What's left of the crash on the outer loop of 202 is now on the left shoulder. And the travel lanes are open. And after that was the car fire. That's out of the roadway. And I believe they're setting up road work now on the Beltway in Maryland on the outer loop. A bit slow getting past New Hampshire Avenue uh, headed toward um, University Boulevard. And I believe that's going to be a work zone. So be alert for that. As you're moving west on the Beltway into Silver Spring. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay. All's quiet on 270. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is pretty good to go. Brief slowdown eastbound getting onto the bridge. Only one lane getting by each way because of tonight's maintenance setup on the westbound span. Two-way traffic eastbound span is closed. In Virginia, all is quiet so far on both 395 and 95. I believe they're starting to set up the road work northbound on 395, though, uh, near Edsel Road. Uh, there is a slowdown there, so be alert for that traveling north on 395. And in fact, it may not even be uh, quite time for that work zone. It may indeed be a crash, and I think that's what's going to be happening there. And that is along the right side, northbound uh, at Edsel Road, right side for the crash. 95 is good to go, as is 66 both ways. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. 
Our forecast now with 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Under partly cloudy skies, our temperatures will continue to dip this evening and overnight. It's going to be another chilly evening and cold overnight, down into the 20s by early Friday morning. And a chance to rebound will be just shy of 60 degrees for Friday and even Saturday afternoon. Again, mostly sunny to partly sunny conditions expected, so brighter days ahead. Sunday, not so nice, really nasty. Your First Alert weather team already on possible alert will be tracking rain and wind. Wind gusts could be around 30 to 35 miles per hour and rain between one and three inches expected. Maybe some flurries by early Monday morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's 45 in Beltsville. We have 45 in Woodbridge and believe it or not it's also 45 degrees in downtown D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour now, and here's Jeff Claybaugh. Fewer Americans are getting unemployment benefits with continuing claims falling for just the second time since September last week. Consumer borrowing, not counting mortgages, rose by another $5.1 billion in October the majority of it, new credit card debt. Mortgage rates fell to the lowest level in four months this week. Freddie Max has a 30-year fix, now averages 7.03%. The Dow gained 63 points today. The S&P 500 index up almost 1%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Just ahead here on WTOP, both Ukraine and Israel are requesting more U.S. aid. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett joined us earlier to discuss what that would require. It's 9-11. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is, most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems in hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. The reality is that if steam fitters didn't install, retrofit, service, and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. With so many mesothelioma lawyers, how do you choose the right firm for you and your family? I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan, and here's my advice to you. Do your research. Results matter. Reputation matters. Last year alone, our team recovered over a billion dollars for our clients. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call us now as the time to file a claim may be limited. Call 800-602-2200. That's 800-602-2200. Call now. Immerse yourself in premium nationwide coverage, contract-free plans, and always free activation with Consumer Cellular. Now at your local Target. While you're there, check out our newest phone, the Iris Flip. It's all the phone and camera you need. Plus, it features a user-friendly design, making it the perfect flip phone. From now to December 16th, you can score $10 off when you buy the Consumer Cellular Iris Flip at Target, making it only $39.99. Visit your nearest Target for the full scoop. 
Coming up, the Capitals back home looking to take down the Stars, and they're doing a pretty good job of it so far. We also have Thursday night football in action. Sports is in about 10 minutes here at WTOP. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 914. Good evening, I'm John Doman, and thanks for being with us here. As expected, a key step toward approving more aid to the militaries in Ukraine and Israel went down in smoke last night. And with the holidays fast approaching, it's causing worldwide uncertainty and anxiety. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett joined us on WTOP with insight on the current divide there. There is a long distance between where the lawmakers are in the Senate now and getting to that potential compromise. And it's not just border security, that's a huge issue. On the progressive left, there's now some concern about the tactics on the ground being used by the Israeli government in southern Gaza which is softening support for the Israeli component of this aid package. So it's intricate for the White House. And the president, I think, significantly said yesterday he's willing to accept policy changes on immigration policy. Maybe more than a lot of Democrats want to swallow, but if you look at the sort of cynical politics of this, immigration has been a wounding issue for President Biden almost from the beginning of his presidency. If he wants to try to de-emphasize the potency of that issue going into a re-election year, one of the best ways to do that is to make compromises with hardline Republicans. Again, that is not something the Biden White House is inclined to do, and certainly congressional Democrats would argue against it. But the politics of it and what the White House has described as the imperative of aid to Ukraine may lead the White House in that direction. Major former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he's uh, quitting at the end of the year. What did you make uh, of that announcement? Not surprising at all. When he was ousted, it was clear that Kevin McCarthy was not going to stay in Congress, remain a backbencher as a former Speaker of the House, ousted by advocates for his ousting in his own party. Yes, they collaborated with Democrats to do that, but he was essentially thrown out by those hard-right factions in the House Republican Conference. Historically, well, the shortest tenure of any Speaker in the 20th or 21st century and an emblem of the difficulty, the profound difficulty of trying to balance governing and adherence or dedication or slavish devotion in the minds of his critics to the Trump agenda. Major, we push on to the presidential election next year, six weeks from the Iowa caucuses now, another debate last night. Donald Trump was absent once again. How consequential are his absences to all these debates and are they at all? They are consequential only on the upside. I talked to a dozen Republicans deeply experienced in presidential politics about this today, and they said it is confounding to them and to their lived experience. Skipping a debate usually is some kind of opening for attack and a potential place of vulnerability. It hasn't been for the former president. Not only are the four that were seen on the stage last night behind former President Trump, They are way, way behind. And unless there is a shift in the dynamics that no one can currently perceive on the Republican side, at least that I talked to today, every Republican I talked to today say not only is Trump the favorite, 
he is the imperative favorite to claim the Republican nomination and probably very soon in the nominating caucus primary process. That is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast. A quick look at the top stories that we're working on this evening here at WTLP. The Department of Justice has indicted Hunter Biden again, this time on nine tax charges in California. Police say the man who killed three faculty members at UNLV yesterday had a list of people that he was targeting. And Israel is taking new steps to address the humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Keep it here for full details on these stories coming up in the minutes ahead. It's 918. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOB Traffic Center. On 395 WTLB at Edsel Road, they are blocked. Partnership with AAR. Roadway at, with a crash at Edsel Road, 395 North. First the left side, and then after that, they are along the right side of the roadway. So they got you both ways. You're going, getting by up the middle. Northbound on 395, approaching Edsel Road. In fact, I think they may have moved the stuff that was on the right side uh, mostly to the right shoulder now, but the stuff still blocking the left lane is still there, and delays start at the Beltway on northbound 395. 95 Springfield to Fredericksburg is doing all right. Believe they're starting to set up road work on 66 on the eastbound side now, uh, moving through Falls Church, headed toward Roslyn, so be alert for a bit of a slowdown there. West of the Beltway, the pace is pretty good. And in Maryland, outer loop of the Beltway, they're blocking the left lane again at 202 around the crash. Move to the left shoulder, but for everybody's safety, at least for now, until they get the tow trucks with the vehicles out of there, the left lane is blocked at least for a time. But you come up on that at speed, so be careful. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway at 270, each running well. Postal and federal employees and annuitants, you have one week remaining to enroll. Enroll with APWU Health Plan to get access to over 1.7 million providers. Visit APWHP.com, APWUHP.com. Click on Open Season and get more. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. You have got a very pleasant December forecast for the weekend. I really do. Uh, Friday and Saturday, maybe you're uh, going to get out of work a little early tomorrow. It's going to be a lovely day. So temperatures early Friday morning will be starting out in the 20s to mid-30s across the area. But sunshine, bright skies, and just shy of about 60 degrees during the afternoon. And pretty pleasant, too, for the evening. We'll be down into the mid to upper 40s. Now, for Saturday, you're looking dry, too, throughout the entire day. Your morning, your afternoon, your evening, too, if you got plans to go out. And a little higher will be closer to the 60 degree mark right now sunday looking at areas of rain showers that will start developing mid to late morning so you might get to brunch and back uh with conditions being dry but i tell you what by the time we get to say around three four o'clock in the afternoon rain intensity uh, it, it's going to be just that an intense storm system hitting us with pockets of moderate some heavy rain and even some wind gusts that could be over 30 miles per hour so uh, right now we could get about one to three inches by monday morning and then the cold air rushes in so from 65 degrees on sunday to feeling like we're in the mid 30s by monday morning what a big contrast uh that front is uh, right now in areas of the pacific northwest so making its way across the country aspen hill right now at 43 north bethesda 2 in virginia i've got crystal city at 45 leesburg at 43 and that is brought to you by len the plumber heating and air trusted same day service seven days a week coming up what the virginia governor wants to invest money in next 921. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. 
Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a hundred menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on health care in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the health care system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. News special report. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, has been indicted on charges of engaging in a four-year-long scheme to evade more than a million dollars in federal taxes. Former federal prosecutor Lori Levinson. This indictment, which came from a special counsel, really goes into intricate detail of how Hunter Biden operated and his lifestyle and his use of drugs and how he used other people that he had business contacts with. CBS's Catherine Herridge notes Congress is also investigating Hunter Biden. A decision by the California grand jury comes at a very sensitive time here in Washington. Next week, the president's son has been subpoenaed to testify on Capitol Hill before the GOP-led committees. They have said to him that he must appear in person, and if he does not appear for the closed-door deposition, they are willing to initiate contempt of Congress charges. CBS News Special Report. I'm Christopher Cruz. 924 now, and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin wants to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on child care and early education in the state. The announcement coming as federal pandemic relief funds that had been used for such programs expired back in the fall. The concern is that about 27,000 children around the state will be losing access to child care, and that would put working parents and their employers in a major bind. Under the plan, parents would have to work in order to participate. The governor proposing to spend $440 million to expand this program. Looking for some great stuff to do this weekend? Well, here's our weekly roundup of area events. At Live Casino in Hanover, Maryland, Miracle is back with holiday drinks that are fun to drink. A unicorn to a T-Rex with a Santa hat. Seth Gibson of Live. Scottish fiddle champion Sean Healy is at the Strathmore. One-of-a-kind gifts at the Her Holiday Market at Cork Wine Bar. Proceeds support local women-owned businesses. At the Workhouse in Virginia, it's Hallow Days, a documentary film that looks at the holiday season through the eyes of those incarcerated. And at MGM National Harbor, <laughs> Patty LaBelle, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Frank Hanrahan is like the old days. The Capitals rocking the red. And looking good. They're up 